0: parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads, love where you live. Hello everyone and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Aaron Royer. Today, I'm going to cover a topic that I get asked about frequently, and those are developmental milestones and some ways to support them. But rather than answering several questions independently, I want to put it all together so that I can share it more as an unfolding, that is the developmental process, rather than several disjointed questions and answers. Now infancy through age four is a time for huge changes in development and this only rivals adolescence in the amount of changes happening in such a short period of time. These are huge foundational years for development in all areas, social, emotional, physical, cognitive and language development. It's also the years to set up a solid foundation for connection and bonding which are all interconnected with the development as well. Bonding is part of social, emotional, and language development. Bonding and connection also affect a young child's physical and cognitive development. So when you play and talk to or with your baby or toddler, give your baby or toddler opportunities to explore and grow with new experiences, you are not only helping their development, you're also building the bond between you. I'm also going to start with communication and language development. Now keep in mind that while there are common milestones you want to see by certain ages, that all babies and children develop different skills at different rates and times. And so comparing to another baby or child is never a good idea. What you want to see is progress when it comes to physical development from tummy to lifting up on the arms to up on all fours to rocking to crawling, etc. Now, they may skip some of these steps, but you want to see that progress forward. With language, it's crying, cooing, and squealing as an infant to babbling to single words. Now, the words may not even sound like the word they're meant to be. My oldest first word was food, but he said oof. It was basically backwards and missing a sound, but I knew what he was saying because he was doing sign language at the same time, so he would make the sign for food and say oof at the same time. And he did it on several occasions, so I knew he was trying to say food. Then they'll go to two to three word phrases, like more food, and then more food please, and then they'll move up to sentences, and so on. What you want to see is progress in any area of development. If your child stops progressing for too long, is not picking up new words, or can't seem to go from rocking to crawling after some time, or if they're regressing in skills, then you definitely want to get in to see your pediatrician for an assessment. All areas of development do affect each other. Communication and language development affect social development. If toddlers can't share their needs and feelings, they cannot engage in play with their peers or even let parents know what they need. If their fine motor development falls behind, they cannot form words as easily. So all of these pieces play off of each other and affect one another. When it comes to communication, What this means is the ability and desire to connect with others by exchanging ideas and feelings. These can be verbal or nonverbal. Children learn to communicate so that they can get their needs met and also to establish and maintain interactions with a loved and connected caregiver. Babies communicate from birth through sounds like crying, cooing and squealing, facial expressions, eye contact, smiling, or grimacing, and gestures and body movements. They'll move their legs in excitement or distress, and later they'll use the gesture like pointing at something that they would like to have or see. Babies continue to develop communication skills when adults respond to their efforts to tell others about what they need or want. Again, this may be nonverbal. Children's communication skills grow by leaps and bounds across the first few years of life. So I'm gonna go over some language milestones and then some ways to support their language development. So here are just some of the language milestones for infancy. For zero to three months, cries, smiles, coos, looks at faces, will get quiet when picked up or comforted most of the time, will listen to voices. Now for milestones for a three to six month old, they'll smile and laugh. They'll cry when upset and look for comfort. They'll show excitement by waving their arms and legs. They like to look at and be near people who are special and significant in their lives. And they can be comforted, again, most of the time. Milestones for your infant six to nine months old. They'll babble. They'll use lots of different, playful sounds. And they'll use at least four different sounds. They'll laugh, giggle, gurgle, and coo with familiar people. They'll react to loud, angry, and friendly voices. They'll turn and look towards a new sound. They'll make sounds and babble to get attention, and they'll play games like peekaboo. So here are some milestones for toddlers. They'll use single words with an average vocabulary of about 50 words. The following skills are part of cognitive development, but it shows how each area of development is so intertwined. Cognitive and language development cross, where the child is now able to take the symbol of an object and connect it with a word. So babies are able to identify their body parts. They'll feel a sense of ownership by using the words my with certain people or objects. By two years old, your toddler should be saying more words every month, using some one or two word questions like where kitty or go bye bye. They'll put two words together, more cookie, no juice, mommy, book. They'll use many different consonant sounds at the beginning of words. Now by three years old, your toddler should have a word for almost everything. Use two or three words to talk about and ask for things. They'll use the sounds K, so K, G as in girl, F, T, as in toy, D as in dog, and N sound. They'll often ask for or direct attention to an object by naming it. They'll ask why. And now onto preschoolers, now by age four, You wanna think about flow. Your child's thoughts should start to flow more in complete sentences with far less effort than your child needed when they just turned three. Most of the time, your child shouldn't have to stop and think about what to say or how to say it. They should be able to begin to tell you simple stories. A four-year-old should have a vocabulary of 900 or more words. Now, I'm not suggesting you sit and count them all, but (laughs) you'll know the vocabulary is growing. That's really what you wanna see. They'll talk about activities at school or at friends' homes. They'll talk about what happened during the day using about four sentences at a time. People outside the family generally understand what the child is saying most of the time. Now, by five years old, kids should be saying all speech sounds in words. They may make mistakes on sounds that are hard to say, like L, S as in Sam, R, V as in Victor, Z as in zebra, or Ch, the mixed sounds like ch, sh, and th. They'll respond to what did you say? They'll talk without repeating sounds or words most of the time. They'll name letters and numbers. They'll continue to learn lots of new words very quickly and use sentences of four to six words. They'll talk a lot about everything they are doing and thinking. It's almost a constant commentary. Now here are some ways to support language development. You can use this all the time, but this is really great to start as early as you can with your infant. You want to use a running commentary. You want to talk about anything and everything you are doing throughout the day all day long. You rolled the big red ball. Now the ball is by me. I'm rolling it back to you. Now, I used to wear my babies when I did household chores, and I would talk about what I was doing the laundry and the dishes. I'm washing the dishes. I'm turning on the water. The water is warm. Now I'm going to brush off the food from the plate and put it in the dishwasher. Now I'm going to rinse out this glass. This helps them build their language and communication skills. There's so much vocabulary that goes into what's going on around the home, out and about town all day long. And this will really help build their language skills. Don't anticipate their needs. So if you have a child who's pointing at something and grunting or groaning or fussing, you wanna try to get your child to say the word. I'm not sure what you're pointing at. Could you tell me what you want? Now you may very well know exactly what your child is pointing at, but you wanna give them a chance to try to use their words. You, if, you're, if you constantly are getting them what they want and all they have to do is point, then they're not gonna have a need to use their language. So you wanna to try to get them to use their language skills. So even if they get something out like wa for water or ba for bottle, that's fine. Oh, you would like the bottle, here you go. And this way they get what they wanted by trying to use their words. You want to use echo expansion. Now this is exactly what it sounds like. You're echoing what they said and then expanding on it. So if they say more food, you say more food please. If they say more food please, you can say would you you would like more food please? If they say cat, you can say black cat. If they say black cat, you can say shiny black cat. Or if they say black cat, then you could say you want to pet the black cat. So you can add more like a definition or an explanation or the way to use something on top of just the noun and the adjective. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. Now, you want to help your child develop a feelings vocabulary, and this plays into the social-emotional development. The emotional piece comes first and needs to be solid for solid social skills to develop. If a child is having trouble recognizing and connecting with their emotions and or the emotions of others, they will struggle and tend to act out in behavior in ways that their peers may not like, grabbing, kicking, and hitting. So their social skills will not be up to par. Now also keep in mind that these reactions are age appropriate in toddlerhood and even into preschool for some kids. Some kids will struggle more than others and will need more help with this emotion language and emotion skills and emotion regulation than others. So if you have the four-year-old who's still hitting or grabbing when he gets upset It's still normal, but something to work on, and this is where the work needs to go, into the emotion skills, into teaching these, because their peers will start to shy away from playing with them when they act out too aggressively, too repetitively, and then it begins to affect the social skills also, because they aren't getting the practice they so desperately need in interacting with other kids. So by five, we expect to see most kids will have these reactions pretty well under control, But these ages, three and four, are the ages to really work on this. And you can do this in many ways. And here's just a few to get you started. And these are from the classes You're Developing Toddler and You're Developing Preschooler, which is also now up on the website. Brand new class, You're Developing Preschooler, which covers ages as soon as they turn three up to when they turn five, so there's two years between the third birthday and the fifth birthday as you're developing preschooler. You want to label emotions for your child, especially during times that he or she is struggling. You're angry or you're frustrated. I can see you're sad, you're happy, surprised, mad. Or you can ask, can you tell me how you're feeling right now as a prompt to help your preschooler learn to share their emotions. You also can add why. I can see that you're angry that I'm not letting you have a snack right now. And then you can explain why you're not gonna do that if you want to. You wanna use emotion language to describe your own feelings. I'm happy you like the snack. I'm frustrated the car won't start. You wanna use active listening and empathy. If you aren't sure how to do this, I go into detailed steps in the class on communication skills, which is under the discipline tab on the website at yourvillageonline.com, so you can learn more about that there. You wanna teach how to manage big emotions in acceptable ways. You wanna ask yourself, am I okay with the way my child expresses emotion, especially those big ones? If the answer is no, then it's important to teach other ways. You wanna give a new go-to behavior. You don't wanna just say, don't stomp your feet, because they don't know what else to do. You wanna give them a go-to behavior that they are allowed to do. And this takes time and repetition, but you can give them a different out. Do they want to go run around the yard? Do they want to go punch a pillow in their room? Do they want to count to 10? You want to come up with some other ways that they can get this out. And you want to keep in mind that some kids are physical. They need a physical way to get out their emotions, and that's okay. Slamming doors may not be okay in your house, but going and hitting the pillow on your bed may be okay. So you can give them that option instead. And there's also a lot more on this in the class on tantrums, as well as the developing classes, your developing toddler and preschooler. So there's a handout that goes with this called Methods for Calming and also teaching emotion skills along with a bunch of other handouts that can help kids learn about emotions, help you coach your kids, teach your kids about emotions, and help them learn about that. And that goes along with the tantrums class as well as the development classes. And there's also a great list of books. And there's all, that's also a handout in the classes, but also one I've given out in previous um, podcasts and I don't remember off the top of my head, but if you listen to some of the older podcasts, you may already have that. Or you can go back and get that list. Also, books about emotions. So you have those. You can get some of those books. Have them in your house and read about emotions with your kids and talk about them during times when they're calm, sitting down quietly in the afternoon um, and resting quietly before nap time, before bedtime early on a weekend morning, whatever works for you. During any down times, it's a great time to read about books where they can learn about emotions and other things. Now, there are a couple of games about emotions you can play with your kids. The Faces game. My kids love this game starting around three years old. And my oldest, even at seven, would still get a big kick out of it. So I would choose an emotion, and I'd say, show me your angry face, and we'd go around the table or the circle. Each person shows their emotion, what their angry face looks like, and then we continue with other emotions. Show me your sad face, your surprised face, your happy face, and we always ended with show me your silly face, and they always had a lot of fun with that, and there's also a handout in the class on tantrums with about 15 different emotions, so different faces and emotions to practice and start to understand and learn what those emotions are, what they feel like and what they mean. Another game is when you choose an emotion and go around having each person tell about a time they felt that way. Tell me about a time you felt frustrated, embarrassed, surprised, happy, So I've covered quite a few of the communication, language milestones, and the social-emotional development pieces, and ways to support the language and the social-emotional development. Now the classes you're developing infant, toddler, and preschooler cover more milestones in different areas of development, including handouts with sheets to check off when your child has reached each milestone, a lot more ways to support development in all areas, and then red flags to watch out for in each of the different areas of development. Um, The class on infants covers ages zero to 18 months. Your developing toddler is 18 months up to the third birthday, and as I mentioned, your developing preschooler covers the third and fourth years, so the third birthday to the fifth birthday, so if you wanna learn more about your child's development by age, the milestones, how to support your child in different areas of development, you can check out those classes on the website, yourvillageonline.com, under the health and development tab. Now, I will be putting up a video this week on Instagram as well about consequences, and I don't think I've done the best job, especially in the beginning of this podcast, some of the earlier podcasts, of talking about how consequences really should be used as a last resort, that we want to lean heavier on the positive discipline techniques, although there is a positive consequence that you can use as well. But besides that one, there's two other negative consequences, the things like, you know, taking something away. So if you do this, then I'm going to take away this. Those are the consequences that are a last resort after coaching, after choices, and after all the other positive discipline tools that you can bring into play, including the positive consequence. However, I discuss how I needed to use a consequence with my daughter yesterday on an issue when it just was not negotiable for me and the other tools were not helping her to make a good choice. Honestly, it really was the right choice. She was not making the right choice. So I talk about what that scenario was and why and how I used the consequences in this instance. So if you wanna hear about that and see that video and you aren't following me already on Instagram, you can follow me at ironmom2020, I-R-O-N-M-O-M 2020 on Instagram. That video will be coming out in the next day or two. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.